The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. Discord, but it could be a mix of certain things. Well, yeah, I don't think it's mic problems because both of us have like relatively new equipment, and it is definitely a Discord issue. Yeah, usually this one likes to shit on us, but we can manage. Yeah, yeah, it's better I'm than like, using Skype. I've got like I'm reading like five, like half half gig download speeds right now, so like I don't I don't think it's me. Um, <laughs> and my ping is uh in double digits. I could check my ping right now and sing it. I mean, see see it. Uh, ping test. There we go. No, that's not the right one. Speed by Ukla. That's what I want to do. Go. But how? Oh uh, yeah, we had snow days for the past uh, like three days last week. Yup. <clears throat> like, yeah. Just it's been cold. It's been miserable. We've been locked inside. It's no fun, you know. Uh, nobody really likes snow days anymore, and if you like snow days, it's real uh, bizarre to me, honestly, because why would you? Why, just why would you? <laughs> you can't go anywhere. You can't even order DoorDash, you know what I mean? Like, if you didn't go out and be, like, a responsible adult, like, you're screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I didn't really need to those days, so I just stayed inside and played video games, which is fine to me. I'm good with that. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. I got a ping of 15. My ping is 10, and my download is 463, and my upload yeah. is 20. Point yeah, 5. my download and upload are garbage. Like, complete garbage. What's your download? What's your download, bro? I'm not going to say the numbers. The numbers are bad. Dude, I pay for take, it. Take, take your number and divide it by mm, 20? No. Maybe, like, a little 50? bit more than that. No, it's less than that. <laughs> It's because of how... Okay, this is my thing. I think they only have, like, one or two servers for this building, but they got, like, 100 people all on, like, one server that's connected to different Wi-Fi outputs, but I'm pretty sure those Wi-Fi outputs are all going to the same location at some point. And you can't you can't pay for upgraded service? No, it's 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 built into the in, into the, the payment, so, like, literally there's not much. I'm using your the modem that I have, and that gives me a little bit more of a boost, but, like still not great <laughs> like i get yeah it's fine i mean for what, i mean like, your equipment can only be as good as the service it's receiving you know what i mean so. yep so i still think it, i don't think it's like my equipment i think my equipment's fine i'm pretty sure it's just being here like that's the thing the, yeah. the where i am what service i got right now is not great if i had if I could pay for a different Wi-Fi service, that'd be fine. Dude, they started but... putting billboards up here because fiber's coming here, finally. So I I put in I put in a request for i3 broadband and I put in a request for uh what was it called gateway fiber, both of okay. which offer fiber fiber line. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, for uh 
between like sixty and ninety dollars per month a piece, but I'm paying a hundred and ten bucks right now for uh five hundred gig. Or 500, okay. 500 gigs, 500 megs download. Okay. So half yeah, gig 500 download. gigs of download sounds <laughs> yeah. like a lot. No, but like the base, the base on fiber is like a gig. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a gig, okay. gig download. And I'm just like, that's fucking fantastic. That's exactly what I need to support all the devices in my house because I have like, I, I have a smart house. That's pretty much mm-hmm. what I, what I have mm-hmm. going here. Everything's fucking connected. You know what I mean? Take mm-hmm. me down, big pharma. I don't fucking know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so you've been how, how have you been I, spending your snow days, Zach? I've been playing two new games. Well, they're two games in the same series, and I've been. Uh, it's Dying Light. I bought the first game for uh, on this last week, like the same week that we taught we did the last recording, for fifteen dollars with all the DLC, and I played that extremely heavily, like. I can't tell you, like, that was, like, nonstop what I did for, like, hours right. for those days. And then on Friday morning, because I played the DLC for Dying Light, which is, like, the canonical ending of the game, which I just realized, but I haven't finished it. I'm, like, near the end. I right. just, I, I I made a split decision and bought Dying Light 2 the day it came out in the morning at, like, 12 or like 1 a.m. and then I played it the next day and I'm having such a good time with that one I'm still playing that because there's a lot of stuff that I there's so much to do there's so much to do and I'll talk about that more when we get to recommendations but then Katie told me that you guys played your card game and that went great yeah yeah she (laughs) said that you'd enjoy it and that she was like I hope we get to play it again I'm like I didn't spend $130 on all of this like to not play it again you know what I mean? Like, and uh, maybe possibly pitch it to a game company. Who knows? Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, I could pitch that. I really could. And I think it would go over well because it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity, but more interactive. Yeah. So. But now you're also making this is your games class. So you're just making games. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, game design class. So I had to make a card game. I turned in my midterm because my my midterm is uh, only four weeks away from the beginning of my class, and my final is four weeks away from my midterm because it's an eight week, it. it's an eight week long class. So it's uh, yeah, accel- yeah, yeah, it's accelerated. So um, literally, I am building a board game now, and I'm making it. And like an anime board game. Okay. Yeah. So it's just JoJo's uh, board game adventure. I didn't even think about JoJo, but yeah, no, definitely <laughs> I'll add JoJo to the to the uh, the board game. I'm just thinking of different words. So you got Demon Slayer, but Demon Slayer is now. Uh... Ah, shit, I don't have a good word play for that one. Right. Other than that one, uh, Demon Scrabble. No, that doesn't work. Demon uh... Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no! Every time you write a word in Scrabble, uh, you use a uh, power, one of the slashing powers right. from Demon Slayer, and you kill your enemy or you hurt your enemy. Goddamn! Real time violence. Real time violence. <laughs> <laughs> that's the tagline. That's what I. <laughs> I was gonna say the title, but you know, like I should just call it real time violence. Like that's. Uh... But yeah, like I'm making a board game. It's going to be cool. It's going to have quite a few rules. There's going to be battles back and forth mm-hmm. with uh, um, your your favorite anime uh, heroes and villains. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be pretty awesome, you know. 
Oh wait, if you're saying that, then you could have like Mineta go up against. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, uh, God, who's a very like good, you know uh, what I mean? Villain. Like it's just like Mineta versus Goku, like or oh, like uh, Mineta versus versus Anosuke. like just like imagine that Mineta versus Anosuke. Anosuke versus uh... who's another crazy boy? That's like a, <laughs> and also K versus Zenitsu. No, same show. Uh, <laughs> but but uh <clears throat> fuck. Uh fucking Kaneki Ken. Uh po post uh po post uh, uh vampirism or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh but Ghoulism, that sounds if you would. Yeah, that sounds fun. Like that sounds like it'll be a fun thing. Yeah, yeah, like and just imagining the fights, you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, yeah, ooh, I, it, it's gonna, it's gonna, uh, yeah, I don't know, Shonen Showdown, something like Show, that. I feel like that's already a thing. I, I feel like, like that's also a wasn't, thing, but like, now I'm gonna- Isn't that a it. video game? I'm, I'm, no, Shonen Jump, the game, that's what it's called. Yeah. Shonen Showdown. I think that's what it's called, Shonen Jump, Jump for- Jump Force, that's what it was called. Yeah, you fight. Uh, Shonen Showdown is the, the first anime debate show. Oh, it's a show. Uh, okay. It just says All it right. on Instagram. They just have an Instagram link. Yeah. Oh, and a Twitter. But you're finally on, I think New Girl has season, six seasons, seven seasons. It does seasons? have six seasons. So I finished season five. I definitely cried. Uh -huh. um i yeah. that is my I that. that that is my weekly recommendation i was like bawling on the on the last episode it was fucking adorable it was so cute i was gonna throw up uh anyway moving on i went to season six and i'm about halfway through season six like so i'm really powering through the episodes in my free time because i told seven you I, I, that's right yeah there is seven seasons but like uh um <laughs> uh, with what free time i do get i'm finishing up shows that i have uh started like because i inadvertently started new girl because katie was like jasmine jasmine and i was just like all right katie like i'll start it like <laughs> and then like uh i started it and got hooked like so thank you katie shout out to katie mm -hmm. but uh uh anyway I, I went to the dentist today. Like you remember that that hot fix that I told you that I was hoping could happen. Oh, you mean your super crown? Yeah, yeah. yeah I got I got my fucking crown done today. Ow, man! Had they ripped the te temporary one off? He just like grabbed pliers and went like, "We aren't gonna give you any numbing stuff for this," and went and popped it off. And I was like, "Oh!" And then she started spraying water on there, and it was already cold sensitive. And I was just uh -huh, like, so oh! it's stung like, and yeah, it yeah, dude." And, and it was like fucking aching. It like made the whole left side of my face fucking hurt and i was like jesus fucking christ man like the pain i mean i wasn't crying or anything and then i got my teeth cleaned nah. so they're all shiny and then oh, i went God. to my girl Haley, and she did up my brows and i feel like infinitely better about myself <laughs> like but uh yeah i've been staying i've been sticking to the gym you know me and katie mm -hmm. went to the gym last night I know. Um, we she were, tells me that I need to get into it. Yeah, we were we were people watching. Out. We were people watching. It was so funny. We just talk about the people in the gym for the <laughs> whole time. Like, and uh, dude, there was this dude who was there, and he was in like a literal like. I was like, "What year did you crawl out?" He was in an Aeropostale shirt and fucking whitewashed jeans, pulled up oh. super high, and I'm like, "Why?" And he was in boots, and I was like, "You showed up to the gym like this," and he was out there trying to do butterflies, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why? 
why have you done this? You know what I mean? Sweatpants and a sweatshirt is usually what I show up in. You know what I mean? And there's people in tanks and shorts and stuff like that, which is normal. But like, that is the first time I've ever seen somebody in fucking jeans. In he's got he's got to live that. Er, no, that, dude, he that had like one of nineties, early two thousand. He, he had one of those prep boy haircuts that looked like you went and did this in it, like. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know exactly uh, what I'm talking about. I know about. what you want. Like, it's called the swoosh. Yeah, the swoosh, dude. Like, yeah. not, and I'm not talking about the Justin Bieber flip. You know what I mean? I'm not talking uh-huh. about that. I'm talking about hair that defries gravity. Defries gravity. Defries gravy is what I almost said. <laughs> defries gravy. Defies gravy. Um, yes, like poutine, bro. But, uh, mm. <laughs> uh anyway. Uh. Yeah. I have one more thing, which is today, I my v- bathroom vent started to leak after I think the person above me was taking a shower. Not heavily leaking, but concerning. Like, uh, definitely very concerning. But at the same time, it could have not been the person above you, and it could be coming from your roof. You know what I mean? And the snow melt on the roof. It could be that. I don't know, because, like, it, it was at the exact, it stopped, like, after they stopped doing whatever they were doing with their shower or whatever. Did you call did you call your landlord or building? I have or? not because I was about to go to class and I didn't want them to come in and fuck around when I was like not there. Right. So <clears throat> I haven't done that. I could probably I probably won't do it today. Just do it tomorrow. Yeah. Wake up tomorrow I'll have to do morning. It. Well tomorrow I don't have class until four o'clock tomorrow morning. I know that's what so I was saying. I have like, enough time. Wake up tomorrow morning and then like hide everything. Yeah, like that you don't want people to be seeing like, you know, the Uh, flashlight sitting out on the side of your. Yeah, no, I got like three flashlights just out on on my desk. Stuck to the wall. Stuck to the wall. (laughs) It's just right next to my bed. Easy access. Uh, you know what it's I'm got saying. a sh- it's got a shelf so there's three of them in this tiered shelf the lowest ones like sub subpar it was it was cheap as fuck but the the top one was like that was i love investment. how descriptive that you're grip. getting like saying that it was right next to your bed like when i'm looking <laughs> at a direct view of your bed is behind you and there's nothing on the wall besides the tapestry <laughs> If it was, it would go probably right next to the tapestry <laughs> on that so side. That's so scary, though. Like, imagining, like, somebody who has, like, a whole fleshlight setup shelf. Like, this is my fleshlight se- shelf. I take There's it everywhere. There's probably people out there that do that. Well, yeah, they, they yeah, take... like that guy who makes fleshlights, the handmade ones that he posts on Buy, Sell, Trade, and Craigslist. <laughs> you know, you know yeah, who I'm talking those about. Ones. Like, the guy who made the Bugs Life one and the... and The, uh, the Toe Mater. The, yeah, Mater. Uh, and then he did a Thomas the Tank Engine. He, did he also Thomas did the a. Tank Engine. He did. He Shrek, did. I he remember did Shrek, this one. Remember. He did a. He did yeah, a minion. He also did a Mrs. Incredible, but like she's like shoved into it with her ass sticking. Out. These are all fake. These are all fake, by the way. This dude just makes these things on the fly, and you definitely can't. Yeah, dude, them. I saw this post, and it, and like, bear with me, all right. It said, "Can Elastigirl grow her clit to the size of yeah, like, pegging her like?" And I was just like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah. I like proceeded to like, uh, you know, like try to like eat my chips it was that it was at that point that i realized i had been on facebook for too long and i set my chips to the side and i was just like staring off and dissociating like why do i do this to myself you gotta contemplate your choices at that point. i know dude like to where that and then came you get across back to my, your eating chips feed. exactly i was like wow that really came across my feed and then i save it and i do not share that shit 
for for weeks at a time until somebody says something fucked up and i'm like oh yeah you want to see what's fucked up and i'll send them this and then they'll angry react like that's my that's my i wouldn't i wouldn't angry act i would just be la i would just be it'd be funny because like that something that like if you really think about it if you really think about it <laughs> it's possible if they actually did oh, that like with their powers no. it's possible anything is possible when you can shape yourself into whatever you know what i mean yeah, like like i'm gonna okay. pretend to be a tv on the wall you know what i mean and just like <laughs> you fucking... scare the shit out of people exactly that's what i'm saying like and all of a sudden like the tv has eyes and it's just like blinking at you or whatever like imagine imagine that that is so scary someone oh man you could write this into like a boys episode some dude has a shape-shifting power but he goes around pretending to be toilet like public toilets Oh, dude. Like, it, it sounds oh, like it'd dude. be a perfect thing for the boys series. I know. That oh, would man. be a perfect thing for the boys series because you had, uh, what's his name? The fucking invisible dude who got exploded. Like, yeah, he, but he would also stay in, in like stand public in, bathrooms and invisibles naked and watch people use the bathroom and stuff. Exactly. Like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, just taking it one step further. Anyways, recommendations. Yes. Back to recommendations and away from Elastigirl's possible dick. So, uh... I, I have been playing the Dying Light series 1 and 2. I would say both of them are great in their own way. Of course, they have their own flaws. Uh, I talked about this with Jasmine earlier. I just went on a rant. Uh, the first one has a lot more... I mean, it, we it went just, in, we went into specifics about the game because I had questions about the UI yeah. and, you but, know, like, but the way that you uh, have showed me and uh, about how the UI works, like, I think it's uh, really functionable. And, it's easy. It does. It's not hard at all. Yeah. Uh, but I would say the, the parkour from the first be, between the first game and the second game, the second game is a lot more floaty. But the reason why is because there's a lot more movement stuff you can uh, you can acquire and do in the game. Uh, but environment-wise, the second one blows it out of the water. I can I can like jump from skyscrapers and then open my parachute and just paraglide around. Yeah, through I know them. you were saying it was like just cause. Like, it's so fun. It's so cause. it's so fun. It's just like just cause, but in like. Zombie, first person view universe. with zombies right uh but there's no guns in this one because this like takes 15 years after like the infection broke out and took over the entire earth uh and guns just attract noise right so bow and yeah. arrows crossbows bow and arrows bow and arrows and crossbows yeah. yeah i have a bow and arrow that does a shit ton of damage and i just snipe people mm -hmm. and i showed you there's infected arrows so i can go to abandoned camp and shoot one of them and turn them into a zombie i haven't tried it out yet but i really want to test that at some point. right um then there's like a I faction feel like that system. would cause more problems than anything else because then you'd have zombies to kill no uh, the, the thing is when when it, they it, don't it, it obviously attracts the attention like in the same way like you have uh in assassin's creed you have berserk darts you know what i mean mm -hmm. like to where like they'll just turn on their own people and start attacking everybody near them you know what i mean but if i shoot kind enough of, of them then there'll be more zombies than people and then i just kill the zombies because they're easier yeah, <clears throat> but at the same time, like, is there a possibility that shooting them they could turn into uh, the variants? You know what I mean? Like the um, um highly you, unlikely. You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's highly unlikely unless it's night. The variants that it can they you it will turn from a biter, which is just a regular zombie, into a viral, which is the fast zombie, and then it can probably turn into a howler from there and a spitter. But it can't turn into like the the more unique variants. Those are like like the alphas. Like, 
Yeah, well, the alphas, I wouldn't call them alphas, I would just call them big boys, because they're, like, twice the size. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the game's fun. If you like par- parkour, like, if you like parkour, zombies, and just, like, an RPG, like, open-world RPG, this is, like, a good Where game. Where you have to craft, uh, you know, weapons, and, uh... You don't it. craft weapons, the weapons you buy, but the, the consumables... But, but you, you and, know, and... you know what I'm talking about, like, with craftables, like, it's a survival, yeah. it's an open-world survival game. In a sense, but like it's it's unique what they did. But it still has a under- narrative, doesn't it? What? It still has narrative though, doesn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. It's not like it, it has a narrative behind. It. But like, uh, is the narrative as strong as the first game? I would probably say no. But there's a lot more choices. That that's one of the the strengths of it. A lot more choices and things to do. Um, so, yeah, I recommend that. Another thing I recommend that I haven't talked about, but, like, is almost done with its its next two episodes, Peacemaker. Peacemaker is a great show. Fantastic show. Written by James Gunn and directed. And is the last he, episode he, out yet? Last episode comes out two weeks from now. Okay. No, two weeks. So, uh, this week will be the seventh episode, and next week will be the last one. And they definitely set it up for more shit to happen. Definitely a lot more stuff. To like go on in like later seasons and whatnot, right? But uh, we haven't even gotten to the finale, which is definitely gonna have some strange things. Oh crap! I want to add another one that that I just realized that I watched. Book of Boba Fett. I caught up with that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> that's a great great show. I know some people. I know are... the book of Robert Fettuccini, bro. Like he's my uh-huh. favorite gangster. That's not how you spell that. I spelled yeah, Robert Robert Durr. That's it, Boba Fett. But no, I like it. It had a lot of callbacks to characters from the Clone Wars and from the prequels and stuff like that and and whatnot. I I thought the the series was great, and I like where it's going. And I I think it's a slow burn show. Like it, it ramps up near the like episode five. I mean, and six. to be fair, I'll watch it, but I probably won't get in the references because I'm more of a Trekkie than I am like a, a Star Wars fan. It has one of my favorite bounty hunters from the Clone Wars that was introduced, and and uh, and like the most recent episode that just came out, and I love it. Boba Spaghetti. Boba Spaghetti, yeah, his brother. Yeah. His de- his his long well, no, lost bro- brother. His brother wouldn't. Be, he, they would have the same last name because it's his brother. No, but, no, no. Uh, this one's different because he's a clone, but he's made of spaghetti. <laughs> Backbones taco show. Uh huh. And then his eyes are meatballs. I don't like the picture that <laughs> he just spitting like sauce that at you when he talks. Right here. That's disgusting. Like that dude from That's So Raven. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, have... my recommendations this week include New Girl Season 5. Like I said, I cried like a little baby bag. But um, mm. uh, it was really good. It was really well written. And the stark difference between the beginning of the season to the end of the season in character development specifically yeah, is fucking yeah. fantastic. Like, um, they have really well-written characters on, on this show. And I'm going to say it again. I really think this is, it's always sunny in Philadelphia X friends light. That's literally, <laughs> that's literally what it is. It has the humor of, uh, like it's always sunny, but less alcohol. Yeah, they do have it. alcohol episodes. That's alcoholic. So have, cru- well, no, it does have crude they, humor. But they like, do have not- plenty of alcohol episodes. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of alcohol fuel episodes. But like when only the, a couple. Of always sunny is always sunny is being blackout wiped. 
like it, it, it it's like taking uh 12 shots all at once and then just take ni- taking a nice nap mm-hmm. and then waking up and doing the same thing over and over again right this is essentially uh it's like having a couple beers a, 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 a night that's pretty much it yeah uh, yeah until they play true american and then it gets really oh no that's up. when the things like, get that, crazy. that's what i was talking about like but in the same way that they have true american you know what i mean like uh it's always sunny has their own version of the games episode oh no of course you know, because like, they always, they have to you got to yeah something mcdennis what is it <laughs> Charty McDennis and yes. then Charty McDennis 2 Electric Boogaloo. Exactly, Charty McDennis. So uh, that's one of the games that they play during the thing. The implication. But, get... but uh, <laughs> uh, they don't go over the implication in uh, New Girl. That'd be a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, at least none of the. No, no. None of the characters are that, that sociopathic. I mean. Yeah. Schmidt is a little sociopathic, but like Schmidt, Schmidt is a psychopath. He has emotion, but he like he he's intentionally doing he knows his. Uh, yeah, and and then but like with Dennis, he's a sociopath. He manipulates people's emotions while also feeling nothing at the same time. He also kills people. So he also uh, kills people. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this isn't the first time that's been hinted at or directly nodded at as of season fifteen. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Like I could talk about it's always sunny all fucking day. Like we could sit here and just have an it's always sunny podcast wrap up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we said we'd probably do a spitting spoilers for season fifteen if we wanted to. Yeah, dude, we can do that. It was a relatively short season too, but it did cover a lot of ground. It did cover a lot of ground, and it, it left a lot of things unspoken that will be talked about. Dude, later. I know, and they even went like I went back and started watching season one, and even in season one, D was so serious about her acting career that was like her big mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. they, they just completely like just wrote it off, forgot about it for real until season fifteen, where they like made it come into fruition. Obviously, like uh, they'd mentioned it a few times in the meantime, and didn't just randomly bring it back up. They really built up to to the season and the overseas season that they that they did put out. I, oh yeah, I want them to sure. I want them to do one down in Mexico. That, <laughs> dude, dude, like imagine this. Imagine the season. It's always those sunny would probably be their most racist episodes. It's always sunny in Mexico. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, oh god but um yeah i think that's it on weekly recommendations unless you had any last uh euphoria season two i haven't watched it oh yeah i didn't even bring that up i just started going on about fucking uh new girl anyway euphoria season two zendaya has won herself a fucking emmy like yeah it's great dude no as of episode five like i have never seen acting like that like i mean i've imagined like scenarios like this where like a drug addict gets cornered you know what i mean but like i've never seen it thank god you know what i mean there's plenty Uh of american people and not not just americans but there's plenty of people in the world who have seen addicts freak the fuck out you know what i mean yeah like uh because they're being cornered they're going to jail they don't want to get sober you know what i mean like so this is like the downfall this is this is like what yeah yeah i'm not gonna give any uh spoilers or anything like that but uh, i saw like a peak but there's a lot of shit that goes down there's so much much shit that goes down and you cannot start season two and not watch season one you cannot like so if you don't remember anything that's happening i remember everything from season season one one, go back and watch it because like my mom (laughs) 
my mom was like what the <laughs> fuck is this because she didn't live with us she didn't live with us you know what i mean uh-huh, when, uh-huh. whenever we started the show and like i started the show and like uh just nate's dad has a breakdown everybody has a breakdown you know what i mean like it's just the downfall of all characters dude I it's understand. a downfall ass show like and i literally looked at brian last night and i was just like I don't feel bad for a single fucking character on this show because they all cause their own problems. Like, I do not feel bad for them. Exactly. and It's uh, the show of consequences. No, no, I checked the news this morning. People are blowing up about the episode of Euphoria that just came out. Episode 5 that came out, like, yesterday or the day before that. Yeah, dude. Like, because they're all like, oh, they're glorifying teen drug use. And I was like, that is the most anti-drug fucking episode that I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Like, that that is, like, the most real thing that is the most real drug addict scenario that I've ever seen, like on 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 television, on in a movie. You know what I mean? But yeah, continue. If, uh, if people believe that the, the 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 entire series is glorifying drug use, they're completely wrong and no, don't dude, understand like, what they, the series is They don't is understand about. what the series is about, and teenagers should not be watching this show. As a matter of fact, like I just want to put that out there. I don't feel like unless you're sitting there watching this with your mom or dad, which I really do not recommend. You know what I mean? Because there's there's dicks all over the place. There's fucking like people fucking every which way. You know what I mean? Like, do you just? I would not recommend teenagers watch this watch this show. Like, I feel like you should be 21 or older to watch this show. Like, also, 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 they cover a lot about suicide, is, and this is something that I'm gonna harp on about the show. But they don't offer resources at the end of the episode. So mm. with 13 seasons why, or 13, 13 seasons, 13 reasons why, uh, you know, at the end of each episode and going into like the later seasons, they had moments where they would stop the show, you know what I mean, in the middle and like offer uh, like resources, like free helplines, that kind of thing. Hey, if you're experiencing domestic violence, call this line. If you have suicidal tendencies, call this line. And I really think that Euphoria could have done better in that, in that aspect. And like from that aspect i understand why people are slamming it saying they're kind of glorifying it but like there's nothing glorified about this episode there is Mm. nothing glorified like this is a nitty-gritty fucking drug-fueled episode where everything comes down like literally all the fucked up shit has been happening like that's just kind of everything from season one is exploding and it. uh it, it it's getting worse and i think i have three episodes left or something like that i don't know how many episodes there are of eight. uh eight of season two i'm gonna assume, I'm gonna assume because everything is now in eights now i know instead of like 20 why is that because they're going over quality rather than quantity and i understand it makes it makes sense like I would rather it be like a qual a high quality episode rather than a string of like five episodes that are subpar. Right. Yeah. But uh, you know, that I'll talk more about it as it goes on. Hopefully, you'll watch it. We might cover it. Who knows? Oh, I, uh, we would. We'll definitely cover season two. Yeah, season two is gonna have eight episodes. Uh, I just haven't watched them all. The last episode comes out the day before my birthday, apparently. So. That's nice. But yeah. uh, we're gonna break into the news finally. Like this is probably yeah. one, this is probably one of the longer intros that we've done because we got sidetracked so many times already. Like we're already thirty minutes into this episode. <laughs> I figured we were gonna be. We can we can pass through some of these. Well, yeah, quick, some though. some of these are only like mentionables, but some of them like the one, this one right here I have to read because like it makes sense. 
Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it just sounds part, very dangerous. It sounds intense. I know, I know. Like, because I can't just like read the title and then like move on because it does not sound right. Uh, <laughs> so the the title says NASA plans to crash the International Space Station into the ocean by 2031, which you know doesn't sound very good. But um, you should you should say into the Earth. That's what you should. That's how you address into the earth into the earth that sounds way worse than than into the ocean because that implies that it's gonna hit land and not the sea Uh (laughs) Uh Uh that's the point it drags the audience in to want to know if that's actually gonna happen we can make that the title oh (laughs) the iss station the iss crashes to earth yeah crashes to earth but uh, the ISS has been orbiting the Earth for 23 years, and NASA plans to keep it like that until 2030, uh, where it's going to be retired. And obviously, they're going to have, like, ISS-2. You know what I mean? Like, 2.0 that, that they're building up there. You know what I mean? Uh, they're going to call it uh, ISS. SSI. Uh, I, yeah, they're going to go backwards this yeah. time. SSI. Yeah, so three companies were selected last year to receive government funding for the development of low Earth orbit stations. Some ad astra shit, you know what I'm saying. But um, as those stations are built, uh, NASA will become a customer of the commercial providers rather than building and maintaining its own station. Uh, Until that transition, the ISS will continue to be a hub for research, even as it surpasses 30 years in space. Uh, this third decade is one of the results, building on our successful global partnership to verify exploration and human research technologies to support deep space exploration, uh, continue to return medical and environmental benefits to humanity, and lay the groundwork for commercial future in low Earth orbit. Uh, okay. So that's uh, really exciting. But when it comes to time to deorbit. Uh, NASA will use propulsion from the thrusters of the ISS and other vehicles to lower its orbit towards Earth. About a year later, according to estimates, operators will give it one more push and it will descend into the atmosphere and slowly crash towards the Earth. And Half it, of it will probably burn up on the way down. Something like that, yeah. And then uh, it's going to scatter debris. Uh, uh across the ocean essentially someone's farmhouse is going to get hit by something yeah i know that's what i'm saying and, and like just they get they get a, a free solar panel out of it yeah uh the iss is too big to completely burn up on re-entry and nasa surely doesn't want another incident like skylab which famously broke up and scattered debris across australia uh mm. the agency plans to aim carefully uh where the ISS remains on a trajectory toward Point Nemo, an area okay. of the South Pacific Ocean that is farthest from any land. Point Nemo is known as the spacecraft cemetery because so much space junk has been sent there to avoid hitting inhabited areas. Oh, so when it gets down there, then the the, the water people or the people that live in the deep sea now have has high tech that they can build together. And this will be the, the final catalyst. So then five years from now, right. all the sea people are going to come out of the ocean with all this new high tech able to breathe on land and take over. From Point Nemo. From Point Nemo, yes. Exactly. You like my theory? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, the point. The, but but the, we the got point, a while until this happens. Nemo you said like 2030. <laughs> the uh, space junk around the world was the start of the revolution. So <laughs> this is a this, this is a uh, branching narrative. Uh, well, I don't know how to branch this one up because we're talking about space and going back to the real world. Uh, but a guy tries to rob a bank, but he fails while wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog face. Gotta go to jail. 
gotta go, <laughs> gotta go fast to jail. Um, gotta go to there's jail. a there's a picture on the article that I want to. I wish I could have linked, but it just looks. Yeah, it's funny. Right. It just looks so stupid. Um, <laughs> but apparently the hoodie, report... the hoodie over the fucking ears <laughs> no. and everything, dude. Like wow, wow. Put the money in the fucking bag. <laughs> Give me uh, all your this coins. Was reported... <laughs> Give me all your rings. Yeah, your rings. I said coins. I was thinking of Mario. Give me all your rings me and all your chaos rings. emeralds. Right, exactly. Uh, as reported by Westville of uh, Vol- Volusia Beacon. Uh, this was in Florida, by the way. Yep. Uh, a person believed to be a man entered the Florida Credit Union with the intention of robbing it. The incident happening on the afternoon of February 2nd, 2022. The police were dispatched in response to the incident at around 4.20 p.m. Uh, the robber dressed as Sonic had entered the building with a hammer and had demanded, demanded money from the teller. After Sonic struck the teller's window with the hammer, he confronted he was confronted by an employee. Uh, the blue blur then left and fled from the premises. He got got to go fast, apparently. Did he yell uh, it? yeah that'd be funny if he did oh my god what if they caught that on camera he's like gotta go fast like fucking slams the glass and runs away on foot he ran away on foot like i really want to i really want to uh stress that you know what i mean like he ran away on foot he did run away on foot the police did not catch him though from what it looks like uh which yeah but no money was stolen and no one was hurt the guy tried to rob a bank, but he failed terribly. Just terribly. Today in uh, Florida news. Today in Florida news. Man, Florida people are crazy. Uh, so much stuff comes out of Florida. I feel like we just have a Florida section and we could just talk about Florida forever. Because, like, so much stuff comes from there. Right. Uh, but that's pretty much it. I mean, like, yeah, guy robs bank with Sonic Mask. Yeah. It's less, 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 uh, uh, intense than uh, the space station crashing to Earth, but uh, something uh, a, a little less intense than uh, a bank robbery. <laughs> Tesla yeah. has released a karaoke mic for its cars. If you want to just spend one hundred and eighty-eight dollars for a new karaoke system for the car, uh, what is, what, what's the point? So you can sing in your car. So you more can than sing you in your car. Have. Yeah, like I'm like, what's wrong? You can't hear yourself when you sing in the car. You need to sing through a mic too. Like, doesn't that take your hands off of driving? You know what I mean? Because if you look at the pictures, they actually have mics in their hands, and the car is stopped. Given, you know what I mean? But like, why would you promote like? Oh, geez, they actually do have mics in their hands. Yeah, I know. Like, why, why, why would you promote that? Like, I know I, the car can be self self driving, but like. This but seems you still like have to pay attention, idea. dude. That does seem like a fucking terrible idea. It's what awful. Are you doing? Yeah, I feel the like I feel like Elon Musk is becoming cars. more demand has more dimension more and more each day. Yeah, it's dude. it's just slowly growing. Uh, like the microphone <laughs> can still be used outside of Tesla cars, so you could take it like out. And then your your car is a fucking boombox. Yeah, I guess. Like, I I don't know. I do not. I don't understand this. Uh, last year's Model X and Model S cars can run The Witcher Three Wild Hunt on it on the 17-inch Central Console. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do it either. People are fucking modding the computer in the Teslas to play games in the car, and I'm like, dude, like, why? In what world do you think that this is okay? Like, you you need two hands for the controller. Passengers are playing it, but if you. 
the driver can see it. They're distracted and they'll watch that more than, probably than the the actual road. Exactly. It's yeah, so stupid. I don't, like technology oh, well, is so smart, but it's so dumb at the same time. Uh oh well yeah I don't. <laughs> but finally we're moving into our movie newses and whatnot. We don't have any Marvel stuff because really not. I mean we can talk about the, the the leak Doctor Strange list. Like what? No no not the leak Doctor Strange <laughs> list. What the fuck? Uh, Donnie like, Toretto, Dom Dominic Toretto, Letty and Cipher are gonna join it. Yeah. You got Scorpion and Sub Zero, Sam Whitwicky who's probably the Transformers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because it's all about family. Yeah, Megan Every... Fox is in there too. Did you see that? I was like, what the uh-huh, fuck? I saw that Speaking one of Megan well. Fox, I didn't know she was going to appear in fucking New Girl. I was like shook up. I was like... Yeah. I got a lot of big names in New Girl. Yeah, I mean, like, I wasn't surprised. Well, I was really surprised the first time I saw Taylor Swift. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I is that a lot Taylor of people. Swift? That's fucking Taylor Swift, dude. Like, wow. Yeah, they got a lot of people. They got Prince in there. They got... Uh... I think John Cena's in one episode. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady's also in at some point. Uh, I'm thinking of other people. Right. I just heard Brian yawn really loud. I don't know if you heard oh, okay. that. He went ah! <laughs> I upstairs and I was like, what the fuck? You I know how loud uh, he yawns. Like, it's yeah. Just, what the fuck? But uh, first thing on our agenda is Disney, but Disney Star Wars. This is a weird, weird article title. I, I, I had to read it to get more insight. But Lucasfilm reportedly developing a Stranger Things-inspired live-action Star Wars High Republic. We're going to kill a Demogorgon with a laser. Yes. <laughs> so it's it's Jedis versus lasers, essentially. No. Um, Lucasfilm is developing a live-action Star Wars series that is set during the High Republic era. So this is, like, during the prequel era or before that. Mm-hmm. The era is set 200 years prior to the events of the prequel trilogy. Okay, there we go. And it has been subject to several books and comics. The new series is said to be geared for kids, uh, apparently. And uh, there's several sources that refer to the show as a Stranger Things in Space. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It said that Disney Plus would also feature actors ranging from preteens to teenagers. The report claims that one of the authors of the High Republic book series, Charles Sewell, um, Justina Ireland, Daniel G- Jose Older, Claudia Gray, and Ka- Kevin Scott will assist in writing the story for the show. This, this, so these are people who have written stories for the High Republic, and they're going to help write stuff for the show. And I think that's cool. I like that. That's exciting. Um, I, I love uh, a good set of consistency. Yeah. Uh, there's no word on if the show will adapt one of the stories that have already been presented, or these will be entirely new things with new characters. This is best. This is like in the very early stages. But I just like the, the tagline that it's they're taking a take from Stranger Things. So, right. like, they're going to try to in, be inspired by that. So that's going to be interesting so where it's going to be like a kid's show but dark is it what is stranger things rated is it rated tvma no no i don't think so is it is it rated tv 14 i think it's rated tv 14 honestly but i wouldn't be surprised if it was rated tvma but uh speaking of uh you know something like for kids and dark yeah so this is another thing that stood out to me so disney plus is doing some interesting things by bringing back some uh some new some old stuff and read up revitalizing it again for uh the more modern audiences that is rl stein's goosebumps is getting a new tv series and on disney plus now this seems like a great idea but reading into it it sounds a little 
little. It sounds. It sounds. It sounds different than Jack what Black. the originals. What? Oh no! Jack it's Black. it's. From what it sounded like, it sounds like they're taking a basis off of what the the movie book, the movies did, the newer movies did, but they're not having any, like, it's entirely new characters. So I'll, I'll read it. So this is what apparently, uh, the series will follow a group of five high schoolers who unleash supernatural forces upon their town and must all work together, thanks to and in spite of their friendships, rivalries, and pasts with each other in order to save it, learning much of their own parents' teenage secrets in the process. So, in my opinion, oh I my think God. they should just it's, go with, like, retelling... It's the, a child's what? version of Season 5 of Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all uh, that I, yes. that's all that I heard. Like, I'm like, okay, they're gonna do a, a Supernatural spinoff. Cool. Essentially. But, uh, I... In my opinion, it would be better if they did the retelling of, like, the, like the books. Your own? Yeah, the books, like, the, the same books that they did from the 90s, but, like, they redo it for modern audiences. Or do um, more R.L. Stein stuff, like uh, Fear Street. Yeah, I mean, they could, for yeah. Adults, they, they, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand who has the properties for uh, Goosebumps right I think R.L. Like, Stein is just Because the movies is one thing, you know what I mean? And then you have Fear Street over here, and then you have Goosebumps mm -hmm. over here. And you you understand what I'm saying? Like where where exactly yeah. does its loyalties lie? Because I wouldn't mind having a Goosebumps series on Netflix for sure. But oh yeah, Disney for sure. Disney Plus is gonna go soft on it. You know what I mean? Give me a Goosebumps series that is like heavy, super dark and heavy. By the way, this is also we'll being written by RL the same guy that wrote because... those those two movies. Which I want to look at the reviews for them. They are decent. Yeah, they're not bad. Seventy eight percent for the yeah, first one. Like I, I watched the first one. It was okay. Like I didn't. I have it. not watched the second one, which got a. I didn't watch it, didn't watch it either. So mixed review, but yeah. Okay, but yeah, that's about it for this. We're getting new Goosebumps show on uh, Disney Plus. Probably be a little bit more childish, but. Oh well. Man, you wanna see childish? Uh, Warner Brothers is uh, being sued for putting Matrix Resurrections on HBO Max. It's their own fault. They I did know, they this without telling contract. anybody. They signed a contract, all right. And when you sign a contract, there's fine print. Did they read it? Probably not. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, but at the same time, HBO Max and any 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 Hollywood entity really is a fucking slime ball. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so that's just, you should just go into that knowing that, like, if you're going to go into the movie industry, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, about the money. It is about the money. If, and, if like, you can't, could, if you can't produce could, green, then you're not greenlit. They could use their band of lawyers to try to loop fuck the way out of the contract. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, uh, Village Roadshow is suing Warner Brothers on Monday, alleging that Warner Bros. sabotaged the theatrical release of The Matrix Resurrections by releasing the film on HBO Max without consulting Village roadshow uh the matrix resurrections the fourth entry in the matrix franchise grossed 148 million at the box office a mere fourth of what even critically panned the matrix revolutions gross like uh yeah so the Ooh, third movie which was so the, do good. the third movie which was the worst movie in the trilogy did four didn't times matter. the amount like they almost did a billion dollars you know what i mean like not, box not office almost, 400 about... yeah half a billion dollars yeah almost. yeah yeah but uh, uh, they did a bunch of that. But anyway, Village Roadshow has a co-financing agreement with Warner Brothers on films like The Matrix Trilogy and Joker. Uh, 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. The suit also alleges that releasing Resurrections on HBO Max encouraged piracy, further cutting into Resurrections box office gross, which I can probably agree agree with that side and that uh, that sentiment. You know what I mean? Because would you say the this is the worst uploaded... of the four? I haven't watched it yet. So, I still haven't watched it. I didn't dislike it completely. It had unfavorable characteristics, but so did the third one. Yeah. But at the same time, like the amount of time that has passed and uh, the lack of uh, the in-between knowledge between the third cohesiveness, the cohesiveness between the Well, it's not like they weren't canonical because they were totally canonical and they fit they fit in there. But they didn't go over like the the stuff that made it canon like oh, okay. like in between because you know there was the matrix one two and three and then we had video games and graphic novels which were canon mm -hmm. in the fourth movie that were not explained in between yeah. in a theatrical because that's format. that's like, that's one of the things i did talk about before it came out and talked about you is why, why morpheus, morpheus is, younger is younger is because exactly. it was explained in a video no in a no Yes, in a video game that that's was That's what I'm on, saying, like but happened. they didn't they didn't cover that in 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 the theatrical release. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just something that you would have to know as a Matrix fan. And, you know, releasing a movie 20 years after the third movie came out and expecting it to do well, picking up and in a story where you don't exactly, and picking up in a story where people aren't 100% sure. If it was 5 years after, that's one thing, but it's literally t 2 decades later that you're picking up and making a fourth movie and not explaining Very the true. 20 years worth of content that you have built up i guess i gotta watch before they take it off uh hbo max though. yeah you should watch it like i it's definitely watchable it's not like unwatchable but they use a they rely on a lot of scenery from the first movie like, i heard like, that like a lot of the powers that john i almost said john wick uh but a lot of the powers that uh uh fuck what neo. was his name neo has uh it's it's more of him just shooting like telekinetic blasts at people yeah yeah plus he loses his powers kind of in in this movie you'll you'll see like and yeah so they they yeah. they really went with like this the the whole women's movement thing i feel like in this movie uh -huh. instead of like focusing I, i've on got it. that from the trailer yeah yeah uh there's a, a lot of trinity involved in this and not like i dislike trinity because she's like definitely it like, has to be just a strong you know what i mean like, like there, it's strong I, I feel like for for that to work, you have to have a strong enough like wording and stuff like that and a story that goes with it. And maybe right, especially from doesn't... such a male-led series, you know what I mean. Switching yeah. it around for the fourth one also wasn't good for the brand because you're not speaking from the point of view and seeing as much on-screen time of the characters that you actually care about. Because yeah. they they kind of wrote Trinity like a like a side piece bitch, you know what I mean? Like in the mm -hmm. in the original series, which is how they should have kept it. You know what I mean? Like versus like, uh, but but he he did love her. You know what I mean? Like and uh, he he has his way of showing that. And they do explain a couple of things uh, for for the in between time uh, the the twenty the twenty years that it had been. Yeah. But uh, not much. Not enough. Got it. Not enough for my satisfaction anyway. Uh, but uh, speaking of movies that I will not watch. Uh, all eight films that came out in 2021 with Bruce Willis uh, being the main character in them. All of them have been put on a uh, worst performance Razzie category at the Razzie. I didn't even know he put out this many movies in 2021. Like, this blew my mind. In, in 2021, all the eight films that he starred in, in 2021, 
he did they did horrible and now the razzies which is like famously known for uh talking about like the shit the shittiest movies and who had the worst performances and stuff like that and giving them awards uh he they made their own section of worst performance by bruce willis in 2021 movie and features eight nominations for the actor all eight nominations going towards them towards the, one of these movies in there Right. And these movies and these movies include American Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Out of Death, and Survive the Game. The a lot only of those one titles that I have heard of is American Siege. <laughs> I've heard of Death. I've heard of uh, Cosmic Sin, and I've heard of uh, Out of in Apex. But all like, of the all other, the other ones, ones, except for American Siege, I have uh, never heard of. You know what? Let's do a little. Re- let's do a recap of, of these movies and see which one has the worst score. So American Siege has a score of. Mm, that's not a good. It doesn't even give me the Rotten Tomato score, but a three point five out of ten on on IMDb. <laughs> We're off to a great start. Uh, let's go to the, actually just the IMDb, and we'll just look through those. Yeah, because that's I was how... like your your individual uh, search is not gonna be very. Oh, I know. So very, what do we get? We got uh, American Siege, Apex, uh, Cosmic Sin, Cosmic Sin, Cosmic... two point five out of ten. Uh, <laughs> that's not good. Uh, Midnight in the Switchgrass. Uh, four point four out of ten. Mm. Uh, Deadlock. Let's see. Uh, 3.4 out of 10. Oh god, these are really bad. Apex is a 3 out of 10. Uh, I American Siege, I already said, and Fortress. Oh, and then the other one, 3.3. It's hitting a lot of 3s. Fortress is 3.3? Yeah. Alright, uh, we need Out of Death and Survive out, the Game. Out of Death, 3.2. And then Survive the Game is a 4.2. So yeah, yeah, out of all of those, Cosmic Sin looks to be the worst. So because I I wrote all the I wrote all the numbers next to it. So then, like, if I look so up Cosmic Sin, I want to see Cosmic the Rotten Tomatoes score. That's like the big thing. I want to know. Oh God! Oh the 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 the, the casting. Three percent. Holy shit. Three or thirty. <laughs> Three. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, let's see the the audience score. The three percent. 57 percent what's after we fe- what's after we fell at after we fell was at like a zero percent audience score and like 32 percent no it was a zero percent uh critic score uh yeah no it's not even registering on here if i go to rotten tomatoes zero percent zero percent wow and 32 percent 34 percent audience score so still, yeah, no, these are all bad, and it, it doesn't say which one won, but yeah, no, all of these are are very very bad titles from what it looks like and their scores. I hope so. Cosmic Sin won. <clears throat> but uh, uh... Cosmic Sin, I want to see. We should watch one of them, just one of them, and see his acting. We don't have to finish it. We do not have to finish it. All right. But I feel like one of them's probably on like Netflix or. Survive but... the game. Yeah, survive the game. There. You go. I don't know. Midnight uh, but, in the Switchgrass doesn't really sound like an appealing title to me. Survive the game sounds like way more appealing. A lot of them sound very, very heavy. Out of like, death. Yeah. Uh, American Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress. I can't do Midnight in the Switchgrass because like, that sounds like it sounds like games in Halo. The way that you're saying. Uh, it. Like... <laughs> that's that's what I'm going for. Out of death, survive the game. 
And then Midnight in the Switchgrass would probably be like a southern like uh, draw. I know, accent. that's what I'm saying. I was just like, that sounds like some backwards 1962 Alabama type shit. <laughs> I don't want to fucking watch it. Uh, like, but um, moving on yeah, to, moving on. I guess, from Cosmic Sin, since it's like cosmic horror, to a horror uh, franchise, that's Scream. Scream. Uh, Scream 5 did excellent in the theaters. Um, I have has, not watched it, but it, I want neither to. Neither have I. I have not watched it. I'm completely down to watch it because I love Scream uh like it, it's always been like a, a a classic to me you know what i mean like classic uh-huh. slasher feel you know what i mean like I, I feel like that defines slasher genre for me almost like at my age you know what i mean like slasher genre for my mom would have been like 80s style movies at friday the 13th yeah and, exactly and freddy like, krueger and but, texas but Chainsaw. i feel like scream is like my generation yeah no like, that's the same thing like, here we had scream slasher, we had final you know? destination I'm th- no we're talking final about destination, i'm talking about slasher like yeah, final slasher. destination so then was that would be cosmic, michael like, myers when did that come out like halloween the original halloween the halloween came out in 80s the, actually the late 70s i think mm, well then i am wrong yeah, okay. no, 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 like, unless you're talking about, like, the newer series, like, the Halloween, Halloween Kills, Halloween, no, 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 like, no, 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 no. oh, like, Rob Zombie's Halloween from 2013? No, I'm, 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 hold on, I'm just gonna look up <laughs> I was like, which, which reboot, which reboot are you talking about? Because, like, I've seen every Halloween. That's fine, I don't remember. I've seen uh, every Freddy movie, too. <clears throat> Let's see, there's not a lot of good ones, I mean, Freaky, but that's, like, Freaky was fucking dope, but that that's um, literally it, they took a they took Freaky Friday and uh, made it murderous. Yeah, I'm just trying to find ones from the early 2000s. I should type in slasher movies of the early 2000s. But no, Scream's getting a. a, a I know what a you did last summer. That's another one. But yep. yeah, that one, that one. That's like a remake of like another one from like the 80s. Yeah, yeah, but it's not at the same time. Like I feel yeah. like it, it's its own like. Oh, okay. 90s, uh, American Psycho. American Psycho, good slash yeah. movie. Uh, that's actually a personal favorite of mine. Like I thought, uh, it's just the acting with Christian Bale and how he like dude, shows like, off. No, like, like it's it's, it's fantastic. Brian, I I was laying in bed and me and Brian were watching uh, American Psycho like two months ago, and uh-huh. I was just like, dude, this dude's an asshole. Brian's like, are you gonna complain about his attitude the entire movie? And I'm like. He's a fucking sociopath. That's what the fucking point is, <laughs> dude. Like, it's film. just like, it's the point of the film. Like, what are you talking about? You think this dude is normal? Like, do you think this man is normal? And then he starts fucking cutting necks to Huey Lewis, you know, Huey Lewis in the news. Like, uh-huh. uh, he was just like, ooh, I just love this song. And he's dancing in his fucking, like, poncho ready, like, with a knife, <laughs> like, ready to fucking slit somebody's throat. It was awesome. Like, I love that. Even Vince Vaughn's uh, American Psycho. So. Yeah. Uh, then you had the you know they made a sequel to American Psycho called American. C- no, it wasn't supposed to be a sequel, but they called it a. They called it a sequel. It's like yeah, a, it's like a spiritual it has, sequel. It has Mil- Mila Kunis and it has the main character, crazy. Her as a her as a a, a killer. So, so the yeah, only thing we, we got is, is Scream. Then yeah, yeah. yeah Scream Six has been announced. Scream Six has officially been announced. All right, like uh, because the fifth one did so well. Uh, you know, it's it's one of the better ones in the entire series, according to all the reviews that I've been uh, reading, which is fantastic that they revitalized the slasher genre in this day and age when everybody feels like that's kind of predictable. You know what I mean? Well, like, they, they did. They did try to make it a series, which didn't do well. And then I think that was an MTV series on. Was that Scream Queens? 
No, no. Scream or... Queens was a was a different series. Oh, okay. But Scream the series was one. I remember this for Was Scream like, Queens re- also an MTV thing? Uh fuck, I don't. Scream was MTV. Yeah, and I only got two seasons. No, wait. It got three seasons. Okay. okay. It got decent reviews. I just but, remember like, Scream... seeing it on uh like after Teen Wolf cuz I'd watch Teen Wolf on MTV all the time and uh then it would be like Scream or Scream Queens is on next with like blood all over the place and I was like, "All right." It does not say what Scream Queens Scream Queen I think fuck. Scream Queens is is a Hulu thing, if I recall. I okay. might be wrong on that. I don't know, that, but, but I, I feel th- like that existed. I don't feel like I'm making it up. Like I feel like Scream Queens was actually a show. But I could be it wrong. Is, it is a real show. Oh, okay. It has it has Emma Roberts in it and stuff like that. Okay, okay. Between, a black comedy, but it doesn't tell me what it's on, so, so I'm just going to assume it was on uh, Hulu. Because I, I remember it, it from on, there. I could have sworn it was oh, on Oh, Fox. MTV. It's from Fox. It's Fox, when really? When that used to be a thing. Yeah. Interesting. And then it probably got canceled when Fox got absorbed and eaten by Disney. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah. uh... Um, Speaking of things getting absorbed by other things, uh... the, speaking of killers and and murderers and stuff like that, no Skarsgård was a killer in it uh, as the killer clown, but he's also going to be doing a different kind of similar role, but a little bit more the, capturing a captive, I captor captor. That's what it is. More of a captor role. He's going to be charms his captors. In a new trailer for next Netflix's Clark series, which is following the origin of Stockholm Syndrome. So we're going to follow the origin of where Stockholm Syndrome came from, which is apparently from a man called Clark Olofsson, play, who is a man in Stockholm, Sweden, who in 1973 teamed up with a friend to rob a bank and hold a group of employees hostage for ransom. Because of the effects of the men had over the group, befriending them and developing bonds with them, the term Stockholm Syndrome was born. So, I didn't know that. I did I not know I that did, it actually I didn't know that, that either. That's actually uh, fantastic, and I'm actually really interested to see that. Yeah, so, so this is going to be probably always, like a limited time series, love, like only a few episodes. Yeah, yeah, I figured like five episodes, four episodes, something like that, but uh, like a one-off. But um, I really enjoy like small things like this about things that I didn't know before. You know, mm-hmm. like um, the first time that I watched The Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Didn't know that was a, a real thing. You know, I thought it was just a movie, but it was like actually a, a biography about this dude's life, Alan Turing. And I was just like, no fucking way. And I felt like the smartest person in the world. Like, I've seen that movie several times, though. I love that movie. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I should, though. The Imitation Game, bro? <laughs> I own that on Blu-ray, bro. I don't buy movies, and I bought the Imitation Game. Yeah, I rarely buy movies now. I usually I bought a physical Blu-ray. I have a physical Blu-ray of the Imitation Game sitting on my shelf upstairs. Cool, 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 cool. We'll have to watch it something. Yeah, dude. Like I can watch it, and it'll be in good quality at the same time. You know what I mean? Because I can watch oh, yeah, any of my sure. old movies that I have, even if they aren't streaming, but they're gonna be in DVD quality. And I'm like, they're gonna be in DVD quality. Doesn't like jump in and out of like uh, resolution. Yeah. So, so yeah. 
Uh, anyways, uh, since we're still talking about Netflix, uh, Red Notice was a Netflix movie that really hit the shelves and not hit the shelves, hit the streaming uh, charts and stuff like that. I mean, hit the and shelves is still a relative term because it technically does, you know, eventually. Like you can it, caused, it. it caused some numbers to jump. It definitely caused some numbers yeah, to jump. I mean, I told you I watched it like as soon as I, it, watched, I it. watched it the day that it came out and I was just like, yeah. no way. Like, this is actually pretty funny. Even though it had uh-huh. like mediocre scores, you know, I still had a really good time watching it sometimes yeah, sometimes sometimes comedy duos work sometimes they don't in this case uh you know i was kind of iffy about the rock being in the movie because i'm like mm, as soon as i see yeah. he's in a movie but uh uh this one actually turned out really good so the rock the um, rock is going to be playing Kirby. unlike the scorpion king <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is that is such a role uh but the Red Notice director is going to take on a Dungeons and Dragons TV show. How about that? That's exciting, <clears throat> honestly. Yeah. So apparently, a Dungeons and Dragons TV series is in the early stages of production. It's headed by Ross and Marshall Th- Thurber. The that's a name. The writer and director of Red Notice, uh, and which he'll probably be also the writer and director of the sequels as well, because I know they're going to probably make this out of like a whole spinoff series and whatnot. Right. and bunch of shit uh yeah so that's pretty much it i can't talk about anything else uh apparently it's gonna be it does it oh god there's so many things it doesn't give me a lot of shit oh yeah the, the it indicated that the show may adapt the story of drizzit odo erden an erstwhile dark elf ranger ranger and protagonist of 34 years worth of forgotten realms tie-in up nice Dread yeah. Steward. <laughs> and by the way, this is going to be live action. So we're going to have a bunch of like CGI monsters and stuff like that. And probably some really cool uh, uh, practical effects and makeup that's being put on people and whatnot. Hopefully that's the hope. But I, I take I take I think Netflix does a really good job with like costume, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, especially in some of their uh, uh, time pieces. Like uh, I watch I don't watch that many time pieces. I'm not that person. Neither do I. Brian's that person. But like I said, I watched The Last Duel. That's obviously an HBO Max thing. But on yeah. on Netflix, they released The King with yes. uh, with Timothy yes. Timothy Charlie Char- Charlie Chocolate Man and uh, uh, <laughs> can't even say his last name anymore because no it's hard. no it's it's Timothy Chocolate Man. That's really his okay his, okay his last name Charleston Chew Chocolate Man. I don't know. We've been calling him so many different things. But uh, and Robert Pattinson was also in that movie. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, he was. They did. He had a, Didn't he have a high pitched voice in that one? Yes, I he know. did. Yes, he yes, did. he did. And he was he French. Also had a That's right. Fucking high pitched voice in that fucking movie with Bill Scars. Devil all the time. Dude, <laughs> that is creepy ass Southern voice. I was like, ew. <laughs> like, I don't. I want to unhear that, dude. Like, you were supposed to be a creepy dude, and you did I know, a perfect no, role. No, no, he did a he did a great job. Like, I'm not upset with it at all. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, uh, yeah, that's about it for uh, the, the news. When someone's talking about fantasy, uh, the biggest fantasy thing that's about to come out very soon is Amazon's Lord of the Rings Power Series. Yes, so uh, you showed me like a teaser trailer for the making of the opening uh, credits for Rings of Power, and that was fucking awesome. But we're actually going to get our first trailer this weekend. It's going to Oh, drop. probably because it's of gonna, Super Bowl. No, it's going to drop during the Super Bowl. 
uh, yeah. on on Sunday. So like, Which I'm it, not watching, yeah, but I'm, it's interesting. I don't watch it either. Like, it's interesting uh, who's been going up the, against each other: I, the I Bengals and the Rams. I I mute it and then I watch uh, the commercials. I watch the commercials on YouTube after all of it's done. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it makes it easier just to find the stuff that I want to see and want. Well, yeah, I, I just I like watching the halftime show. That's about it. The halftime show for this for this year is very it's interesting. It's gonna be awesome. I love every one of the artists that they fucking chose. They put up there, and I was just like, damn, they're actually gonna I just, have something worthwhile, like of a reunion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. Stage, so. I mean, they got they got two teams that are literally just. I wouldn't say the best, and I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not the greatest talking about football and shit like that. No, but I'm, you not got a, the I'm not a sports, I'm not a sports person. But like, I haven't <clears throat> even heard of the Tigers being in a fucking Super Bowl in my. They life. haven't. They've been. They've been in the Super Bowl twice, but they never won. That's it. Yeah, so, and uh, I've heard of the Rams going to the Super Bowl. Duh. Like, Rams I have like, gone to the Super Bowl, but it's been forever since the Saint, the Los Angeles Rams. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. So you got that going on, but at the same time, you're saying the first trailer for the Rings of Power comes out, which is going to be very awesome to see because yep. we're finally going to see the set pieces and the environment and the I characters. I want to see where that just... half a billion dollars is gone. Uh huh. They've put wanna... five hundred million into this. Shit, Destroy dude. a mountain. Destroy a mountain. <laughs> dude, like literally, they they build towns and burn them down and fucking. Uh -huh. Like just they they do all this crazy shit for it, so I'm really excited. Again, for a little recap, it takes place during the Second Age of Tolkien's Middle Earth setting, long before the War of the Ring, and the likes of Bilbo and Frodo aren't even in a pic in the picture. It's like a thousand uh, years before this all shit happened. Yeah, I'm assuming that some of the elf elf elven characters will. Still, oh yeah, no, still they're gonna be, be in there. They got like I mean? very because, young. like elves elves live a long, long, long thousands and thousands and thousands of years of time. So mm -hmm. um. That'll be exciting to see uh, some familiar faces and many unfamiliar faces. And I'm excited to learn more about the lore. You know, I mean, the expansion of uh -huh. the lore. So. We're probably going to see a young Gandalf. A young gay Gandalf. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, it, it's Dumbledore that's gay. But um, it, it, J.K. Rowling has got her hands somehow on, on the Lord of the Rings series script. And she has changed a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's like, no trans people. And we're all like, get the fuck out of here, J.K. We don't want you anymore. Like, uh, fuck Stop you, ruining our childhood. Literally, though. So fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Like, but anyways, yes, uh, uh, but moving back, on to yes, another an moving Amazon on. series. More that's Amazon gonna be coming stuff. Out. The Boys animated spinoff show Diabolical. The yes. Boys Diabolical has revealed their all-star cast. All right. Listen Literally to all -star this cast. fucking list, bro. Uh, among the voice cast was revealed Justin Roiland, Michael uh -huh. Sarah, Aquafina, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Andy Samberg, yeah. uh, Don Cheadle, Chase Jesus. Crawford, which is the original uh -huh. guy who plays the Deep. Yes, uh, yes, um, yes. Kieran Culkin, uh, oh Giancarlo Esposito, yeah, Elliot Glazer, Jason Isaacs, Kumail Nanjiani, our favorite Eternal. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, Seth Rogen, of course, he'll he'll be. Uh huh. He'll be back. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as uh, what's his name, the the planet uh, checker guy planet checker guy from which one from from invincible though oh like, what, what, what's oh, it Jesus. like I, I his voice role i was referring to his voice role in <laughs> in uh uh invincible 
also okay. also okay. on Amazon Prime, but I forget what that guy's name was. The the specific character, like. Are you talking about the one Seth Rogen played? No, no. Yeah, no, yeah, the not. one that Seth Rogen played it. Oh, in okay. Because when you like, said Planet Checker, I thought you said Planet Checkers, like a Checkers or something like that. Right, made, right, it right. made no sense. No, to no. Me. Like what he did, he came down like, and he was supposed to check on the protection of Planet Earth or something like that. Oh yeah, like, no, it was, his it was job, a test. I, just, I remember. Yeah, him. I just forgot what his fucking Alan, name was. Alan the Alien. Yes, dude. Like so, Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen, like play, playing, you know, like Alan like voice, you know, so. Uh-huh just sitting there you got, but you, you know it's not like you can't characters. really like recognize seth rogan like because i don't think he really ever changes voice much and people just hire him for the seth rogan voice you know uh-huh whatever yeah. whatever yeah. besides there's the a point. bunch of other people though but yeah sorry uh i said andy sandberg ben schwartz uh uh-huh. elizabeth shoe kevin smith my boy uh <laughs> An- anthony star nasim pedrad simon Pegg, baby keenan thompson aisha tyler uh yon yu jung uh and then like where was the other ones there's a lot aisha tyler uh, ben bayouth simon rossiopa (laughs) evan goldberg alana glazer elliot glazer garth ennis uh, it's a lot of names. Just go with it. It's just a lot of names, and they're going to be eight fun sites story apparently. So they're going to be very short, like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, like fifteen yeah. Do- So it's supposed to be this crazy world. The episodes run between twelve and fourteen minutes. So it's like your typical yeah. animation, uh, you know, length. Uh, the first, the show's first animated teaser saw Laser Baby causing carnage as the perpetrator of some very gory scenes. Yeah. Uh, which we may see more of when the series debuts on march 4th just ahead of boys season three premiere on june 3rd so be excited about that look out for diabolical uh look out for the boys you know look out for the boys look out for lord of the boys the boys all right well (laughs) it's time for a break it's lost boys muchachos yes lost boys muchachos Mm -hmm. see all right let's go let's go to break all right Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. You are now fully rested. Hello, we are back. Hello, and back. Zach loves when piss smells like asparagus. We 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 got a, a, a different bit. <laughs> nope, don't don't this. explain. Don't explain. You just gotta roll with it, Zach. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. and it's all right. And then I love we'll leave it. it at that and yeah. never talk about it again. You know again. what? He loves the smell, and I love how it burns when it goes down. So like, there well, we yeah, cool. we'll, we'll leave it at that and we'll never talk about it again. Never talk about the piss again. Yeah, question question our moralities at this point. Uh, morality. But, I think you should question our sanity. But sanity, like, morality, and com- just common sense choices. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, moving on. We moving are... on. We're gonna talk about movie. No, we're done with movies except for one more. Uh, because we got it's tied to a video game, especially a older. Didn't. Aren't there four games, and one of them came out much later? The like the fourth one came out much later than the of Jack Let and Baxter. Yeah. Anyways, 
uh, Tom Holland of all people wants to make a Jack and Daxter film, and I'm gonna assume he wants to play Jack, uh, Jack, and not Daxter. Maybe he wants to play Daxter. You don't know. Um, but he says that. No, there's only, uh, there's only there's only three. There's only three. I thought they were. I thought they were making a fourth. I might be wrong though. Uh, people have been like, it's a rumor mill thing. But Holland would want it to be live action, which could certainly work for Jack and Daxter, of course. I could see it working. Right. He also would like the studio behind the movie to be A24. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. That I just, is I just, <sighs> but for real, like, Holland, you know what? This would... like I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something controversial here. Right? If A24 what? had the big budget of these Hollywood movies, I feel like their movies would do better. Yeah, according to Holland, this would allow for a really weird version of an actor to be created, and given the wackiness of the source material, yeah, I mean, yeah, Naughty Dog be like, yeah, they'd be like, yeah, extra money for us, yeah, <laughs> proprietary funds, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, given the more video game adaptations through projects like Ghost of Tsushima, oh yeah, there's a Ghost of Tsushima movie coming out. Maybe the Jack and Daxter could have potential. Of course, you've got to like push hard. Uh, be like Ryan Reynolds pushing for a Deadpool movie hard, like if you want to get that started, because I don't think Jack and Daxter is as prominent as it was back in like the early two thousands. So, right. <clears throat> but you know what? It's possible. Uh, there's so many movies since uh, Naughty Dog is uh, not working on Jack Four at the moment. Maybe a good movie could come out. I don't know. That's entirely up to them. Right. But. I feel like we're gonna move Daxter like reminds me of like Crash but like smaller smaller and a little bit more kooky weird that's the best way I can explain quirky? it quirky yeah that's a good way uh but we're gonna move on to a, a video games but a video game developer a video and, game and, developer and that wants to create a podcast. But, you know, there's going to be some true fans out here who are going to translate it because his primary language is not in English. Um, and we're talking about Hideo Kojima. Our yes, favorite, the guy who created Metal Gear. Our favorite senpai. You know what I'm saying? Burger King foot lettuce. Um, but anyway. He could step on my Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> he could. Uh, his first guest on Radioverse uh, is a Let's Play YouTuber named Atsuchi, uh, Atsuichi, excuse me, who is part of the channel Two Bro. In the debut episode, they talk about the Metal Gear franchise, Death Stranding, Kojima's aim for uh, each of his titles. Uh, the Got reviews it. of Radioverse have been unanimously, unanimously positive so far. In the three categories of comprehensive evaluation, narration, and story, the podcast has almost all five-star reviews across the board <coughs> with one four-star review. That asshole. Uh, one reviewer states that the episode was funny, saying, I enjoyed listening to it very much. I would like to hear more behind the story of MGS production. Uh, oh, you will. Looking forward to next time. Uh, the latest project from Kojima, Death Stranding's uh, director's cut, was released back in September 21 for PS5. The PC version will launch in March, October 2020. In October 2020, Kojima Productions announced it was working on a brand new game, as well as expanding into Los Angeles back in November 21 with a new division dedicated to movies, TV, and music. Oh, okay. So he's expanding in different ways. Cool, I uh, like that. Multimedia expansion. 
So I like that. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, what he puts out will be interesting and, and awesome and, and cool. So he's got soundtracks made for each like. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like video he, game he's, he he's moving outside of just like that. video game <clears throat> writing. You know what I mean? Like he wants mm -hmm. to do movies. He wants to do TV, and he wants to do the music behind each one of the scores for each one of these. You know what I mean? So okay. That's a that's well, exciting. That is pretty exciting, but uh, since we're talking about people doing bigger things, uh, there's a new studio that's going to be know. doing bigger things. I'm excited about the studio. It's called Gardens. G-A-R-D-E-N-S. Gardens. A new studio is focused on employee well-being and has already attracted several AAA developers to join. So nice. it's a new remote-first game studio to build, uh, aim to build a company built on the health of its employees around the world um so it's a remote first game it's like it's a remote oh studio. so people from around the world using like rich virtual calls and stuff like that exactly. to talk to each other work it's together. a remote right. studio uh so this philosophy has attracted talent from across the industry including veterans who've worked on games like marvel spider-man what remains of edith finch journey fallout 4 and more uh awesome. this studio is called gardens and is co-founded by chris bell who did journey and what remains of edith finch and lexi dostal dust force and stephen bell blazeball blazeball and what remain yeah and what remains of edith finch gardens has already um plans for his first game which is set to be an online game where players will interact with each other within a mysterious and magical world it will build okay. upon the online games uh the team has built in the past including journey action and blazeball uh, journey and action i played journey as well it was a it, it was beautiful mm. um this remote studio with uh employees primarily based out of portland and la was named after the kind of games the team is looking to create which are artfully crafted living environments primarily focused on online multiplayer experiences uh, they want to create a studio that cares as much about the health, happiness, and well-being of its team members as we do the craftsmanship of the games they create together. So, All right. that's fantastic. Um, I'm really excited to see where they go and what kind of games that they ultimately end up pushing out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can sure. say You can say one thing when you start a studio, but that does not mean that it devolves or evolves into the same thing. Oh no! It, it takes a lot of work to get to a certain point, and I mean, I have faith in them. From what it sounds like, I feel like they their structure is gonna like it sound it sounds sound. It sounds like they're focusing on keeping people mentally happy and prepared, right, and make sure they're not gonna gardens be. Just sounds like a relaxing kind of studio to work at. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's just like yeah, I work I work for Garden Studio. You know what I mean? Like and uh they're they're just like you you can stay at home you know what i mean like you gotta put in x amount of hours per week but beyond that mm -hmm. we won't bother you you know what i mean kind of deal like that kind of thing i feel like i feel like it's gonna be really awesome yeah but uh but, since uh, we're talking about the opposite the of games awesome. and whatnot what i said the opposite of awesome is Oh, well, yeah, it's the opposite of awesome, but uh, it's games and whatnot. It's still game related, but a gaming funding platform, uh, the game funding platform, uh, itch.io, itch itch.io, it's, it's, it's one of those. No, it's itch.io. Okay, because I've, I've heard it's pronounced different both ways, itch.io well, uh, yeah, and itch.io. Itch.io. Yeah, I've heard it pronounced that way, actually. Sounds but like they, I they, need they, they motion after I fucking play it. <laughs> they sound, they basically came out and said nfts are a scam uh 
Yeah, so the website used to allow people to host, sell, and buy you indie games. You don't even own a physical thing. Like, it's totally uh -huh. a scam. They're probably talking about NFT games in general, things that deal with NFT. You know there's NFT cartoons coming out, and they're like the lowest quality possible. Yeah, there's... no, I know we've been talking about the monkey <laughs> ones and the... There's, a, there's one called Super Doge, which deals with, you guess it, the Doge. And it's a it's a cartoon, but it's an NFT at the same time, and that's stupid because you're building crypto into a fucking NFT. But it, you're building crypto into an, it. It just pisses me off. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like it automatically. <laughs> they're like, becoming the first. People are trying to rush to become the first something when you really should be building quality on this rather than trying to get as much money. But yeah, the people behind the website uh, in media accounts have been known to rather outspoken about this. Uh, they're unafraid to share their views on political matters and latest trends, such as summer of 2020, which was a big thing, um, with, uh, the whole election and everything when the website, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh wait, no, whoa, wait, hold on. In summer of 2020, the website released a huge bundle of indie game support of N uh, the NAACP racial injustice and equality. Now the platform is coming out against NFTs. The people who trade them and the way they're currently being used. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. So they basically have said NFTs are a scam if you think they are legitimate and useful for anything other than exploitation of creators. Financial scams are destruction of planet. Then we please reevaluate your life choices. I will say NFTs can be used if once the energy output is lower and way lower. Uh, also, when people stop stealing artwork from other creators and posting it as as NFTs, and I've seen so much of that, it's so disgusting. You know, what I mean, and the last thing is if the NFT is worth the value, because right now NFTs were seen as a commodity, is. a collector's item. It's like it's like getting like a little action figure, one of those like artist made action figures, a lot of money. It's like that, but you get it in digital form, and you own that. And you own the copyright behind it. But now it's becoming so diluted. So diluted that it's just it that everybody's getting into it. That now there's so much NFTs out of there circulating that some of them are just like someone drew a smiley face with dot with dots with three eyes. That's it. And that's an NFT right there. Right, exactly. <laughs> like it's it's there's no art artistic ability even put into it you know what i mean like, you know some people are taking ai generated stuff and making nfts out of them so stupid uh-huh yeah so this, man. It, essentially it, I, I at first i was like yeah nfts are cool but at this point now i'm just like everybody most of them almost of most of them are scam anything else yeah hustle hassle <laughs> We're going to move past the NFT shit and into actual games. And one of the biggest things that came out is Rockstar. He, yes, they finally announced Rockstar. something. which They announced GTA 6, like, which we were totally expecting, you know what I mean? But like, uh -huh. uh, it was just a matter of time on when, you know what I mean? Because uh, they're, they're expecting it to arrive between 2024 and 2025, like, which is exactly that's what the I reports. was... Those that, are the that, rumors, that's but the yeah, rumor it's probably mill, true. But like, it probably is true because like... Uh, most we got GTA 6, so completely. I'm calling it right now. 2024 is the year of all the bigger games. You got uh, sequels, my might I add. Elder Scrolls 6, yeah. uh, GTA 6. Uh, what's another 6 game? Tekken 6? No, that's already Tekken, came out. Yeah, Tekken already <laughs> came out, bro. Uh, uh, I was going to say Kingdom Mortal Kombat. Hearts, but don't play. 
<laughs> I mean, technically, oh. it would be like the sixth game, but like the the not... sixth Black Ops game out of Call of Duty, because they're gonna make another one. I don't think they're at six yet. I think they're at like they're at five. Four. Are you serious? Black they made Black Ops, Ops 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then Black Ops Cold War, which just came out, like, two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're probably going to make another one called Black Ops Red War. or or No, because that is a Cold War. Rap, Red. Black Ops, um, what would be something controversial that they could touch on? Black Ops Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> they're going to do that one. That's the one that comes out this year. No, but Black Ops... Modern Warfare. Oh, game. oh, <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, yeah, but they haven't made Black Ops Modern Warfare, but they're skipping directly to Black Ops Modern Model. Warfare Two. Got it. Like, Got it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was laughing. I was like, yeah, just yeah. Let's no, but just GTA Six. GTA Six comes out, but while you're waiting, you can play the <laughs> Black Ops World at War. <laughs> Worlds, World at Black. No, Black Ops at War. Black Ops Ghosts. Black, black ghosts black, black ghost ops <laughs> <laughs> NAACP yeah this is me um <laughs> uh you know you know call, call, it of <laughs> call of duty is getting more and more heavy with their narrative like I with mean, what they so. put in the campaign like, but yeah no that shit gets scary sometimes i've been so scared at times like playing some of those games and it's just because something i'm wearing headphones it's like quiet and then all of a sudden just <laughs> and you're like fucking the, the whole thing is flipped over my subwoofer is like shaking my asshole on the inside uh -huh. you're like oh my god you know what i mean like that shit is scary have you ever played call of duty with a true surround sound dude it is the scariest no. it is I'm I'm gonna treat you to that next time you come over. I want you to play it and then like having a fucking explosion go off behind you, like it is the scariest fucking thing. Like just, oh. like it, I don't think I could do haptic feedback with those kinds of games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like just constantly know, being be like weird. pelted with fucking boom, <laughs> boom boom. You know what I mean? Like a shotgun hits you and you got like a bigger fucking. I wouldn't want like, that. I would play it in VR, but I wouldn't. With the I'm talking like about being... the haptic feedback suits that are coming out. No, That's what I'm talking no. about. I'm Where if somebody, if you're playing a boxing game, you'd feel it like somebody punched you in the in the in the stomach. You know what I mean? But not, it wouldn't feel like a complete punch. You'd just feel movement. You know what I mean? I don't. I hope. Well, of course, someone's gonna make a haptic feedback suit that's like super intense and realistic. At well, some yeah, point. yeah. At some point, but I don't want to feel like I've been shot. Like that would uh -huh. suck. You know, like, oh, paint, you get, like it actually shot. like hits you with force of an actual bullet, but except it's like the rubber bullets, except it still hurts and stings and and it leaves bruises. Like, oh yeah, where'd you get your bruises from? I've been playing video games. Well, no, the, I was thinking the, more like a paintball hit. You know what I mean? But yeah, those still leave bruises. So. Uh huh. Yeah, look out for G the six 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 coming out twenty twenty six. So, yeah. Six, six, six. You know this next GTA is gonna last for 10, 20 years. Well, yeah. They're gonna milk this one. Yeah, they're gonna milk they the can. fuck out of it. You know what I mean? Because like this it's is—it's almost—it's like already number, been. It's literally Rockstar's number one fucking top-selling thing. GTA Five. Like, yeah, has been milked almost for by next decade. year. Yeah, will be ten years. A decade. Yeah. Yeah, which is—I mean—we're getting to that point where video games are getting. To I don't think they had that in mind when they first came out with it. 
I honestly I don't, don't believe I that. I do not either. I think that they were just like, yep, we're just going to make another one in a couple years. And then they started going through turbulence, like, within the company. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And they just decided to hold on for dear life because they realized how much they could improve the game. They can improve the game. They can add more to the online experience and as well as just, like, give you more content but yeah. over the same time. I'm excited uh, for Gran Turismo 7. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. That's yeah. coming out, and that's going to be super high, like, high def. Like, it's going to be, like, you could, it's like the sun is inside. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> who did this lighting? And I'm going to cry because it's so beautiful. We'll get to Gran Turismo really soon, but we did want to talk about and touch about because we talked about. No, you talked about a bit about it. Maybe at the beginning, I can't remember. Actually, I think was we, this was off cam. Yeah, so Supermassive, the it, company that made Man of D- Medan and Until Dawn. Yes, they is, have six more Dark Pictures anthology games. Played. Yeah. So, uh, Dark Pictures anthology Crazy. was the Man of Medan, Little Hope, and House of Ashes, which is three games in the series. So they're gonna have at least six more. So mean meaning they're gonna build up to a total of nine. And these games aren't super long. You know what I mean? Like I mean, like Man of Medan, I think has like eight hours of runtime, maybe. Six to okay. eight. Six to eight. I'm looking at House of Ashes. That's another one. And then what was the other one? Uh, the other one didn't do as well. The little, uh, what was it called? Little Hope. Little Hope didn't do that well. Little Hope. Because uh, House of Ashes did, did pretty good. Yeah, Little Little Hope was like mediocre. Little, little Hope still has 92% on Google, but I had to look at other. Yeah, a bunch of people said it was like mediocre. But uh, they have also confirmed that. Is that they... Will Porter? Will Poulter? Will Poulter? Sorry. Yeah. Hold on. It just isn't that him and actually little hold on. Give me a second. It is him. He's the main character. That's what I was saying. Um <clears throat> Man of Medan has uh uh the main character that is also a famous actor. I forget his fucking name. No, I know. It's it's that it's the guy he's literally one of the the Hobbit from lord of the rings and i cannot remember it's sam something if i recall he was also in death Str- not death stranding quantum break when i played that he's done a bunch of those like realistic uh narrative driven games yeah like um I, d- I just don't remember his name i remember him as that guy from x-men that's about it yeah. oh yeah you mean uh fuck what was he ice Iceman? Yeah, ice man he was the ice yeah he, he was ice man uh, uh man of medan has okay i gotta look i'm not gonna find it where is it producers writer composers does not give me anything i do not know this is great i'm gonna have to look this up at some uh, at some point yeah so they but... have six more and they also <clears throat> confirmed that the fourth one is on the way so they're currently working on one of the games out of the six um and the upcoming game the devil in me was announced by the studio in october and revealed to be a season one finale for the series so that's exciting uh, All right. ahead of the franchise's first release uh you know man of Medan and 2019 supermassive games said the dark pictures anthology would span eight games with a release schedule of two per year like i said not super super long games you can definitely like hit those out of the park like within a year you know what i mean giving six months dedicated time to each one yeah um, yeah yeah uh but yeah, like they originally said that there was only going to be eight games and now there's going to be nine games. You know what I mean? So that's it. That's exciting. Um, Found it. it w- well, it would actually bring their total up to 10 games. 
Uh, two more than what the developer initially planned. Sean Ashmore. Sean Ashmore. Name. Why can I never remember this guy's name? I remember his face. I remember he, everything that he was fucking in. You know what I mean? But he like, was I the main know. character of Quantum Break. If I I remember that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And he he's also been he was in he said X Men. I I know he's been in other stuff too. It's just it's that face that I remember. It's just the name. I can never put it. Yeah. So um <laughs> like they. They are uh, they're they're not guaranteed to uh, do all of the trademark games, but all of the games ha already have names. So the first oh, okay. the first one is called The Devil in Me. The next one is called Switchback. The next one is called Directive Eighty Twenty. The next one's hmm. called The Craven Man. The oh, that sounds that, The next one after that's called Intercession. The one after that's called Winterfold, and the final one's called O Death. Okay. So like, uh, they already have trademark names and everything. Uh, so be expecting those games, uh, within the next few years. Yeah. So Sean Asmore also played the lamplighter from the boy. He did play the lamplighter from yes, the boy. See, I could have just named all these things that he was in, but not his fucking name. It's not his name. The name I couldn't get, but uh, yeah, no, I know that's what that's I'm saying. Face. Like I can, it's his fucking face, but, yeah. uh, yeah. <sighs> Moving on to a little bit more, uh, like dark games. You know what I mean? We have. Forspoken up next. Forspoken, which is Square Enix's next big game that is coming out on uh, PlayStation 5. And uh, I think that's it. Just PlayStation 5. Yeah, it's PS5 so far. I'm sure yeah. they're going to add it to... They're going to put it online on Steam eventually. Uh-huh. But, but the uh, ESRB rating, of course, suggests the game will have microtransactions. Uh, kind of kind of sucks. <laughs> Rated yeah. M for gambling. Yeah, it's <laughs> apparently it's saddled for spoken with a rated M for mature rating. Strong was citing strong language and violence, but the ESB rating briefly talks about how sports the 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 for spoken story and main character Fre Frey Frey, who has to explore a fantasy world and battle monsters. It describes for spoken's combat as what frenetic, frenetic, uh, uh, having yeah, colorful effects, yeah. Screen shaking and cries of cries of pain. <laughs> okay. That, that's a um, why they. That, the, that's one of those little markers that they add to the fucking thing, and once they go over X amount, it's an M. It's an M game. Yeah. So. The ESRB rating also describes some of the violence that players will see in Forspoken's cutscenes, like monsters killing people, a character attempting to jump jump off link pop, a reference to an attempted suicide, as well as someone being held at gunpoint. Compared to many of the other modern games. Besides going into detail about the combat and strong language, the ESCB rating also claims that the game has in-game purchases. And that's it. It doesn't go into detail with that. So these could be skins. These could be cosmetics. These could be, like, things that could help boost levels. up your performance in the game. Levels. Yeah, level. Buy your way to the, the top. I don't know. Pay, pay um, to win, baby. But also, we were, you were talking about cries and pain. I just had to bring this up. I should have brought it up when we are talking about Dying Light. Dying Light 2's main character, the way he grunts and screams and runs and where it, like he makes noise and stuff, he sounds so mad. Like the mean, the maddest person. He sounds like he's, he's yeah, he sounds like he's ready <laughs> like he's, to like, like cause. Like he's powering like, up to, for Super Saiyan 3. I it, if, I swear if I could bring the gate like the Xbox over and play the game for you, you would just hear the grunts and the vo the noises that he makes. He sounds so angry at everything. So yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. But yeah, no, apparently 
Uh, the game will have in-game purchases, whatever that means. So it could be microtransactions of leveling your character up, or it could be cosmetics entirely. There, we don't know yet because the game, but the game comes out on May twenty-fourth for PC and PS5. So yeah, That's it does why come I said out on PC yep. as well. Like, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Moving on. But yeah, uh, we mm. are going. I started talking about Gran Turismo Seven a little bit earlier because I said I was excited for it. Like, I don't know. Uh, if you've uh, seen any of the ads uh, or any like, Grand Tur- isn't the, it like the same the, the same racing game except for Sony and it's like for it's a, Forza it's, Horizon, but it's for Sony. Yeah, yeah, that's essentially what it is. Uh, yeah, but Gran Turismo Seven, uh, made by developer Polyphony Digital, um, <clears throat> is also bringing the the like pulling back their curtain on their breakthrough project because they have an ai collaboration with the gran turismo 7 developer so like that's exciting so this is a a new ai that they are uh releasing with this game and like if it works well i'm sure they're gonna make it a staple across uh like the rest of sony games you know what i mean oh yeah and and any of their subsidiaries will have uh access to use these things uh but anyway gran turismo 7 is coming next month but uh, it feels like a safe bet that this collaboration already has something to do with the game. Uh, sadly, there's little to go off of, uh, like, right now. But <laughs> fortunately, fans won't, like, have to wait much longer for it. Because, like I said, it comes out in uh, less than a month. Uh, March, <laughs> March 4th on PS4 and PS5. Um, so, yeah, like, that, let's uh, get excited about that. The PS5 version should offer fans improvements over past games in the series including 4k uh i almost said 30 fps <laughs> 60, 60 fps haptic feedback and ray tracing uh cool. pending wednesday's announcement it's possible we could also see drastic improvements to the artificial intelligence within game opponents but for now fans will have to wait and see so that that's that that's a big deal you know what i mean because like if if the if the AI that you're racing against have good qualities to them, they'll be implemented into other games in the same yeah. way that like a couple weeks ago, I was going off about like the bully, the bully uh, sequel that should have come out. And I was explaining what happened uh, with the entirety of the studio. I said and that they took pieces of it and stripped it and gave it to other games. Like Red Dead essentially. 2. And... Red Dead 2 yeah. for the narrative stuff, as well as GTA 5 GTA for the, 5. the way the AIs interact with each other That's in the world. That's mostly what I'm excited for, for GTA 6, by the way, is the AI. The oh, AI interaction? The, the AI wow, experience gonna... is going to be so fucking good. I they're going to make it as realistic as possible. It's going to be I already know that. AF, dude. And, like, I yeah. I hope the lighting's a little bit better because I wasn't, like, a super big fan of the lighting in GTA Five. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, that's, a, that's a story for a different day. And that's, like, yeah. a real uh, particular thing to pick on in a game. Um, since we're talking about sequels yes yeah, so, unless so you finished talking, already no, no 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 like i'm i'm about to talk about fucking sequels bro like wolf among us uh-huh. 2 finally coming out been announced and they're having a whole reveal event about this shit so wolf among us is like your favorite grim brothers uh t- like tall tales i guess that's what you call them grim brothers tall tales uh uh-huh. like but all put into the game. And all put into the game and in a modern as, as sense. characters and like a modern murder mystery. 
Yeah, so, and they did a really good job with it. And people love that game, and they were going to work on a sequel. It was fantastic. I played it myself, you know what I mean? Yeah, until um, Telltale shut down in 2016. But yep. they were revived. Uh, yeah, the back sequel in... was formally announced in 2017, <laughs> but Telltale Games closed in 2018, actually. Um, effectively canceling the project. However, uh, LCG Entertainment revived Telltale Games and acquired the rights to games like The Wolf Among Us, paving the way for a sequel. Awesome. Um, Hopefully it lives up to what it, the, the first one. Yep, like, the that's, sequel, that's the entire true thing. The sequel was re-announced in 2019 at the Game Awards and will pick up after the events of the first game. Uh, which makes me totally want to go back and play the first game again because uh, uh-huh. I need a refresher and also I love the narrative. Like, I love the narrative. Like, that one was written really well. It was flushed out. I love a good murder mystery. Like, one of the one of my favorite games as a kid, which is really weird, is the CSI PC games. I <laughs> love swabbing for blood, okay? <laughs> I you love like spraying the luminol and the fucking UV light shines up. And I'm like, oh, fuck, there was a murder here. Or semen. One or the other. But, like... <laughs> mainly semen. Mainly semen in the ear canal. <laughs> but, um... Look out for The Wolf Among Us. It's going to be coming out soon. There's no official release date until the event happens. You know what I mean? But they've yeah. announced the event to announce the that this is coming out. And I assume it's going to be very soon. Um, they got the two main voice actors coming back for the roles. Yep. So that's great. I know. Big B Wolf and Snow White, which, yeah, and this is based off a comic series called Fables. Yep. Uh, yeah. But that's cool to hear. You know what's not cool to hear? Actually, no. You know what is cool to hear, but it's also still sucky in the part. Do you remember when we we we, we when Battle Twenty Forty Two, Battlefield Twenty Forty Two released its trailer and showed you could play like the map and all the shit, and then when it came out, it was a buggy, buggy, buggy mess. You remember Cyberpunk Twenty Forty Seven? Do you remember when the exact same thing that you just said happened? Yeah, this yeah. is this is this is the same thing essentially. But people, CD uh, there's a petition. My dick. No, um, sorry. What? I said CD Projekt sucked my dick. But continue. CG Project Red, I think, just fucked up with the management of that game, and they're trying to fix it. Like I said, I think there's a skeleton crew just finishing up what they can with this game, and they took away their best developers from it, and the developers that were there that were the best left. So they're going to try to finish what they could with the free DLC that's supposed to come out later this year and whatnot. But after that, I think they're done with it. They're not going to do anymore. The only reason that I brought up Cyberpunk is because the exact same thing that happened to that game is happening to Battlefield 2042. Oh, yeah. Petitioning for refunds. Yeah, it's happening. So, yeah, the game has been... Several charts as players left the game for various others, including uh, one other game that came out at the same vanguard and halo infinite but halo infinite probably got more yeah yeah um, you know what halo infinite definitely garnered more you know than uh like anything and it got better it got way better reviews what are you yeah about? yeah That's, i mean like yeah. it was still slammed at the beginning because of its like initial startup issues and not having the full game at startup uh-huh. which i understand but i'd rather them take the time and give me part of the game that i can actually play the multiplayer so, was worth it at the time. Well, yeah, they that's just, what they, I'm saying. They've been then really increasing and finishing some it. Some buggy it. mess, you know what I mean? Like, I'd, yeah. I'd rather receive it like that. Like, play this in the meantime, <laughs> you know what I mean? And know this works over here, but know that uh-huh. something else that works is also coming because you paid the price. Yeah, it quickly fell off several charts, blah, blah, blah. So recent delay of 2042 seasonal content didn't help. 
Uh, this reception elite put Battlefield 2042 as one of the most disappointing games of 2021, and now fans are seeking refunds. For context, oh yeah, we got the the same refunds again to type 2077 uh, Cyberpunk. Um, uh, let's see, blah blah blah. Yeah, the game initially luster is gone from that what was promised and lead up is considered false advertisement. Uh, leading to a petition to Sony, Microsoft, Steam, Dice, and Federal Trade Commission to allow refunds on all platforms. Um, this is on Change.org. This is a Battle 4022 has cost millions consumers dollars, upset hundreds of thousands. Petition references several happenings since its launch, such so as statements from that it's unplayable, drastic Battle 40, uh, 2042 bugs. I'm just gonna say 2042. Uh, and impact the in-game experience to this day, refunds made available on Steam, and more. It further states that signing this petition is equivalent of saying, I wish I got a refund from this game. As of right now, uh, it has 39,926 and climbing. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, it, it says if the uh, position, uh, the creator... Uh, Satoshi Nakamoto states that if the petition reached 50,000 signatures, then one of the best class action lawyers will take the case against EA. However, the lawyer is not named and there is no evidence proved of the claim. Uh, yeah, five days ago from this article being made, the petition was at 700 signers. Now it's at 11,000 signers and you're now saying it's at 30,000? 39,941 right now. So it's, it's climbing. It's still climbing. Yeah, no, uh, it's, climbing. it's climbing rapidly, actually. Yeah, so the gaming community should not talk about kind of abuse and bullying from a multi-billion dollar corporations to make unfinished games and false advertisements. It should be noted. Uh, also, I don't think it's just the corporation. I think it's just the management and how they process that with the new developers and older developers that they're working with and how they probably are making them work tireless hours and making them cut things that they that they think should work for the game but it's just to uh help finish the game on time without it uh with it still being a somewhat of a buggy mess but working but still gonna make people like players uh mad i just think it's it's a whole gray area Mainly, it is the big management and the big-ass company who has the money and resources to do so, yet they really don't. So, right. yeah, you can you can go sign this petition if you have 2042. Uh, I didn't buy it, so I don't need it. <laughs> you don't I got have, other games you don't have to, to own the game to uh, sign the petition. That's the fun. I know, but I have other games to play. I signed the petition, and I get $60 back that I didn't pay for. It. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it works. But Uh-huh. You could tell them that, so uh, they'll sign the petition. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, this is the end of the podcast. We got one more. Uh, and this one's... We talked about last week how there's a Skyrim or an Elder Scrolls role-playing game coming out. Now you got a Dark Souls role-playing game coming out. But it makes players respawn at bonfires, just like in the video game. So Steam Forged Games has recently announced an officially licensed Dark Souls role-playing game which, like most of the previous work, will be based on the D&D 5th edition. Uh, it'll be some, it'll be a, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see this. Um, yeah, no, that's awesome. So it's like a, it's a, it's a Pathfinder, uh, but Dark uh -huh. Souls based. Dark Souls based. It also uh, raised over $5 million on Kickstarters for me to make this happen. Uh, the developer has been drip feeding information about the new approach it's taken to the Dark Souls RPG, but now has revealed that the core of its system will be one of the game's signature elements. 
What happens when you die? There are no death saves in Dark Souls, the role-playing game. You hit zero position or health slash stamina, and you're dead until you respawn at a bonfire, of course. Uh, you'll, you'll have lost all your collected souls. Yep, sorry, leveling might take you a bit longer. And then, uh, significant risk, you'll lose part of your uh so yeah this it makes sense essentially it's basically mirroring how the game f makes you feel in in the actual game where if you lose things you lose everything then you respawn back at the close checkpoint right uh and sometimes that can be infuriating like super infuriating um you'll begin your character uh, campaign with a character concept each time you die you risk parts of yourself being whittled away leaving husk I'm trying to get hollow. excited about Elden Ring as you're telling me this, so I'm like trying yeah. to ignore <laughs> uh, And a quick note, if during a combat half your party dies, then the whole party fails uh, and wakes up at a bonfire soulless and needing to start all over again. Dean Ford reckons this game, the game world's rules a bit tougher and a little bit more bleak, but also aligns with Dark Souls' whole vibe. This is basically D and D hard mode. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> or D and D nightmare mode. That sounds mode. like a good way for me to throw the whole board. You know, I could see people getting into this. I don't know if I would, but I can definitely. Like, like I mean, like Monopoly serious. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I like, hate Monopoly. I can't play that. Game. I really love playing Monopoly, but I hate playing Monopoly at the exact same time. I don't play it because it's raging, and I don't like I don't like it when I right. do that, and I, I I mess with the board or I cheat. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, is that it? Yeah, world of these games already constructed. Blah blah blah. That's it. You got Dark Souls role playing game. It it is. It was on pre-orders. I do not know how much it is. I can look at the pre-order uh, page. I can look at the pre-order page actually and go there. Mm, oh, fifty dollars. Okay. So it's not too That's bad. It's not bad at all, actually. Yeah, it's like a book, like a whole big book. So, like, I think it's the book for the DM to, that you use, and then it gives you some other stuff that it, that will help stuff like that. I don't know. That lo it looks pretty interesting, but it's like a big book. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyways, that is I it for that this podcast it for this time. Podcast. Um, I hope we have something out for the weekend. You know. We shall. We got some ideas of what we could do. Yes, sir. All right, yeah. guys. Until next time. Um, don't describe the way that piss tastes to your friends. Stop. We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> It seems as if you have done it. <clears throat> done what you ask? Hmm. Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.
Thank you.